Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family just by being here with me listening to this podcast you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true let's do this together Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. Today, we have another Q&A for you, and we got into, over on Instagram Live again, how secondary infertility and unexplained infertility can be caused by food sensitivities and long-term inflammation like stress, and how your body can really just reach this tipping point and you fall off the cliff. And for us dealing with infertility, that's how our body is telling us, now I'm done. I can't take whatever's happened in the past anymore and that's your chance to really listen to your body and start finding the things that you need to do to help reverse these issues. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. So I had a woman reach out. She has kind of been normal her whole life. She's never had any allergies or any other kind of long lasting ailments that maybe have pointed to issues or even infertility. But she's 31 years old and all of a sudden at the beginning of this year, she started to get this reverse nasal thing and she feels at the back of her throat, she always has like phlegm and now her tonsils are enlarged and someone has pointed out maybe you have a food intolerance. She actually got tested and she does. She has a food intolerance to I think it was dairy and something else and no one has really given her good advice that your food intolerance is linked to whatever's going on in your body. And I don't know why. I don't know why this isn't fairly obvious, especially when you've been tested and you have come back with an intolerance to something or allergic reaction. A lot of the times these things happen later in life, and this can really sum up secondary infertility as well, is your your body has a tipping point, right? Just like everything in life, you can only abuse it for so long, and then it's going to break, or it's going to disconnect, or, you know, it's not going to work like it used to do. And this tipping point is different for everyone. That's like another really crappy answer. I know I like kind of give all these crappy answers, but everyone's different. So like for me, my tipping point was really early on in my life. Like I'm pretty sure I was infertile at like 17, 18 years old. And I was having a lot of common normal symptoms. But in reality, they're not really normal for a 17 year old to have like major stomach issues to have, you know, tonsillitis when she doesn't even have tonsils anymore. 
like really severe allergies. And I wasn't connecting my lifestyle or my diet to any of this back in the 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s. And this was all just normal, right? When your tipping point because of your genetics is later down in life, it gets a little bit confusing because you're like, I've lived my life this way my whole my whole life. <laughs> um, so why all of a sudden can I not eat dairy, gluten, you know, corn, soy, you know, these food intolerances start popping up and all these symptoms start popping up as well for you that you've never dealt with before. And so basically your body just has slowly been beaten up. Inflammation is now rising to a certain point where you are seeing symptoms of these things and to take them seriously. I think with this throat thing that she was talking about, that would be really uncomfortable for most people. You know, if it's coming out your nose, it's annoying, but it's not uncomfortable, right? But when you feel like you just have something stuck in your throat, it's annoying enough where you want to do something about it. I think this is like stomach issues, like they're annoying, but for the most part, we kind of just push through them and we don't let them like get us down. They don't, you know, stop our day to day and we kind of just ignore what's going on. And so when you start dealing with unexplained infertility or symptoms like low egg quality, ovarian reserve, and then even issues that you maybe have known you've had your whole life, like PCOS or endometriosis could really rage up when this inflammation just tips over. So if you are having any common normal symptoms and you're dealing with infertility, this is something that you really can link together and start improving your situation by figuring out what diet you need to be on, what your inflammatory foods are, and your lifestyle. Also a good thing too to look into, and I know this might be like really heavy, but your past. Your past traumatic events can have a really big influence on how your genes are behaving. So if you've dealt with something that isn't even necessarily society deems traumatic, but if you maybe have experienced like neglect or abuse, or, you know, like something just went really south with a friendship or within families, or there's been like a really stressful work situation. And then you get into your traumatic situations, like a huge car accident, family member passing away unexpectedly. These all impact the way your body functions. So it can, for some people, you know, the tipping point could be your cliff. Like you could have like a big thing and then poof, you're off the cliff. Or for me, it was like slow, 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 really slow. And then infertility exposed that I was like down in the ditch bullying during middle school. Yeah. So I'm live on Instagram right now. I'm recording this for the podcast as well. And yeah, a hundred percent bullying in school um, can put that anxiety on you. And then you're in a fear state you know, your flight or flight, and you're just like always in a constant state of like stress. And this can be from, you know, like I mentioned before, lots of different things. Say you're on the perfect fertility diet, say you're doing meditation, and you're doing all the right things, and things still just aren't seeming to click. That's like your next step. Like you, you have to kind of sometimes go really deep. Not that everyone has to do that. I mean, I have to admit for my fertility journey, I didn't go deep 
and realized that there was some really big issues in my past that I never thought were traumatic and I'm dealing with them now. So you can get pregnant, but just remember that if you are putting in all this work, most of my one-to-one clients that I get have done, like they've done so much prep work before they come to me. And then we start talking about things and we get to some like really deep rooted issues from their past that has made them type A, has made them overstressed, has, you know, caused drinking issues or food issues. So it's really important to take a step back, look at your past life, your life in the past. So I hope that sums up why you might be getting these symptoms out of the blue in your 30s, or if you know you've had these issues, you know, for a decade, and then, you know, you're kind of realizing like this is added up to either a second infertility, unexplained infertility, or any infertility issues that have like exploded. So I had another question that kind of ties into this as well. Someone is dealing with psoriasis and migraines, but everything else checks out normal. So the only thing they're dealing with, I'm assuming on my page is infertility plus these other issues. One of her concerns is it being really stressful that she has to tackle her psoriasis, her migraines, and her infertility all at the same time. And the cool thing is, I suppose, is that if you're really addressing the root cause of what's going on in your body, that all those other issues will slowly reverse. So it's not like you need to go and tackle your psoriasis, go tackle your migraines, and then you can tackle your infertility. If you're working with someone that can really guide you to the root cause of what's going on. So is it your gut health? Okay, let's focus on your gut health. Let's restore it. Let's find the right foods for you. Let's find, you know, the right lifestyle. If it's adrenal fatigue, then we focus on the adrenals and finding the things that you need to do to reverse your adrenal fatigue. So you don't have to be overwhelmed um, by having, you know, a list of issues. It's really about focusing on what the root cause is and then working towards that. And I always say too, is that when we're dealing with fertility issues, we kind of need to, I know it's impossible to stop thinking about the fertility issues, but that's not our main focus because usually what's going on is other things are happening in the body that is trickling down to your fertility issues. So if you're focusing on those other things, you'll start seeing improvement within, you know, two, three weeks, definitely four or five weeks, if you're on the right path of all these kind of normal, common health issues that we deal with. The question that came from the 31 year old with a phlegm thing, she was like, do you know anyone else with this issue? And I was like, I don't know anyone else personally with this issue, but I tell you what, I've never met someone without an issue. You know, we are all like carrying these common normal health issues. I don't think I know anyone in my whole life that doesn't have something odd going on about them. And I'm not saying that reaching for perfection is what we need to be doing. But, you know, those common normal health issues are coming you know, primarily from our diet and our lifestyle. Obviously, there's a huge genetic influence, but when those symptoms are arising, that's something that we're doing to cause that inflammation and 
you know, let it bubble up. And some people are going to have to be super strict, like myself, you know, like I have to keep to a pretty tight autoimmune paleo diet to not see those symptoms. And other people will be able, if you catch it early enough, to just kind of reverse a few things and live a normal life. But in reality, I think we're going to see less and less of, let's say, our parents and our grandparents who maybe smoked loads, drank loads, just ate a really basic like standard American diet and were fine because their genetics were a lot stronger because their parents, their grandparents didn't have the influences on the genes like we have had. Our generation and the ones below us, we've had a lot more chemicals. We've had secondhand smoke. We've had, you know, just like prepackaged food. We've had a lot more stress on, you know, having like school and colleges and being an overachiever and all those things. So it's very, very rare that you meet someone that is not dealing with some type of annoying common issue. And I would say for the most part in the infertility world, if you dig really deep, most people are dealing with a list of normal health issues. So it's about tackling the root cause. So don't feel overwhelmed that you have to fix all these issues and there's different ways to fix them. Like I said, it's about focusing in what you need to do. And then most likely, if you have the right support, those issues will reverse themselves. I really hope this has helped kind of clear up any kind of concerns about these health issues that are now just arising or you've had them and no one's linking them to your fertility for you. I know I've had some comments that none of the people they're working with say that food can contribute to these, where I'm telling you, <laughs> um, uh, not that I'm right, but I truly, truly believe that if you have a known food intolerance, they're probably highly likely contributing to those issues. So I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend and hopefully I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.